The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Joining us now, the author of The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs, A New History of a Lost World, Steve. I can't pronounce your last name. I'm going to help. I'm going to have you help me out. It's Brusati, but don't worry. I just told Chris matter. that, and he said it was Brusati. Yes, I did say you know, all, all these dinosaurs have crazy hard to pronounce names, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the rise and true. fall of the dinosaurs. Uh, Chris and I were talking about how fascinated we are about lava. Um, Chris is fascinated about NASA and space travel. I'm like, eh, but I am fascinated and I do love dinosaurs. Oh, I'm all about Were you always a big dinosaur fan growing up? You know, I was not one of those kids, one of those five-year-old kids that uh, knows all the names and can spell (laughs) all the names. I meet kids like that all the time when I go into schools. But uh, I came into it when I was a bit later, uh, when I was a bit older, when I was in high school. And it was really my youngest brother who got me into dinosaurs. And what got him into dinosaurs, in in large part, was Jurassic Park 25 years ago. And that's why it's so special today is the the new movies premiering. I hadn't thought about that. You're right that there would be an entire ge- generations who sees a movie. Movies influence people. Culture. To do it in, wow, that's pretty cool. That's neat. So tell us about the, the new history of the lost world. And I think all of us, when you use the term lost world, yes. we're in. Yes. Excellent <laughs> marketing term. Yes. It's like Tuscan for, uh, for diners, right? You put Tuscan <laughs> chicken or Tuscan, you're in. Um, what is the new history of the lost world? Tell us the new part. Well, you were spot on that there's this whole new generation of paleontologists, of scientists studying dinosaurs that was raised after Jurassic Park. And that film did so much to inspire so many of us around the world. And so now we're in a golden age of paleontology. And you won't believe it, but it's true. Once a week, somewhere around the world, right now, somebody is finding a new species of dinosaur. Okay, so that's, that's 50 funny. some I, a year. I didn't know it was that many, but I do see it several times a year, and I'm like, oh, they found a new one? It's funny you said, because yesterday, here in Dallas, uh, it was the official day of the summer. So Summer of the Dinosaurs officially started yesterday, and I was talking to a couple of paleontologists. You're talking at, at, uh, at the Pro Museum. At the Pro Museum, yeah. they have a big dinosaur. Yeah. They, they yeah. just opened up a brand new, and they... they the doctor was telling me that same uh, statistic you told me. And it's like, yeah, we've shown right now 20 new species that nobody's ever seen before. <laughs> well, wait, wait a minute, Steve. If, if we're finding that many every year, um, how come we only knew in the past about Tyrannosaurus or Baronosaurus or some of these? Uh, were, were the Tyrannosauruses more common or they're just more remains of theirs? Do we know? Yeah, there's some dinosaurs like T-Rex or like Brontosaurus that they're they're name brands. Everybody knows those dinosaurs. They've been around forever. The skeletons of those dinosaurs were first found over 100 years ago, and they've been on display in museums all over the world, including the Perot Museum, like you say, in Dallas and, and, and museums everywhere. But it's a lot of these new dinosaurs that haven't really reached... Uh, pop culture stardom yet, okay. let's say. And that's what my new book does. That's what The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs does. It it tells the story of what we've learned about dinosaurs over the last 10 or 15 years. And I think if you pick up the book, you'll be introduced to this whole new cast of characters. Incredible dinosaurs. Dinosaurs the size of Boeing 737 airplanes. Come on, man. Dinosaurs oh my that gosh. climb trees, that burrow. Dinosaurs with humps on their backs. Dinosaurs the size of buses that crunch through the bones of their prey. And we've learned all of this so recently. 
That is incredible. The book is a huge book with a lot of information, and it has pictures. Oh, yes. Which you definitely want when you're yes. talking about dinosaurs, dinosaurs and the discoveries, yes. where you could see some of the discoveries they've made. So what are some of the ideolog- ideological discoveries that uh, paleontologists have made in the last 10, 20 years or so? I, I know um, more of the kinship of birds and dinosaurs. That's been a That's right. Right, part of it. That's that's the big one, and it was only 20 years ago that the first dinosaur fossils with feathers were found. Believe oh. it or not. Yeah, and so that tells us birds came from dinosaurs. That shows how closely related they are, and really when you're looking at a pigeon or a sparrow or a turkey, uh, you're looking at a dinosaur. So I have a question. I always ask this question. How did you guys get the names of these dinosaurs? How do we know that the T-Rex is actually named, you know, the big, longer version? Well, it's not like they called themselves T-Rex. Rhyme the T-Rex. That's what I'm saying. So how do we know? People, humans um, named them. That's right. It's one of the great perks of of being a paleontologist. It's a great job to be able to dig up dinosaur bones for a living for so many reasons. But one of the cool things is that if we find something new, we get to name it. So it's up to us. It's like naming a child. So usually if we find something, then we start to get really excited and really creative. And we start to think about different names. And sometimes we use ancient Latin or Greek words. Sometimes we try to use words that pay homage to where the dinosaur was found or who found it. Sometimes or to if, impress a chick. Well, <laughs> or to impress ourselves, maybe sometimes. <laughs> um, can't name them after ourselves, though. That's one of the rules. So that's one of the few rules. I do have a few colleagues that would probably love to do that if they could. Sure. Uh, but sometimes we do honor some of our, have you, our mentors. Have you and named our some? Have you named any? I have. I've named. Um, I've named fifteen new species of dinosaurs. Dude, <laughs> give me a couple. Give me yes. a couple. Give me. Give yeah. Me some. And so this has all been with colleagues, by the way. It's not okay. just me. Okay. It's okay. A very okay. Field, but a lot of the work I do is on tyrannosaurs, so T. Rex and its close cousins, and then also on the raptor dinosaurs. So I only work really on the coolest and scariest dinosaurs of all. Oh, and, uh, so a few years ago, we uh, had a new T. Rex cousin that we uh, announced. And its scientific name is Chongosaurus sinensis, but that's a Chinese name because it's from China. So we nice. gave it a nickname and we called it Pinocchio Rex, which sounds kind of <laughs> silly, but it's because it had a big, long snout. So that uh, made us think of uh, Pinocchio. So that's one of the newest ones of all. Uh, also, the only reason why I brought you here is because, of course, today's a big day for Jurassic uh, World 2. But also it's because there's an article going around where they're saying that we are at least five years to actually recreating dinosaurs it's a provocative article i've read that article and it it makes some very interesting points what they're talking about is not quite the jurassic park style of getting a mosquito preserved in amber and getting out some dna and mixing it with modern animal dna and then creating a dinosaur in a lab what they're talking about is more taking a, a chicken or some other bird today and then tweaking its genes to make it grow features of dinosaurs. So to tweak its genes to make it grow sharp teeth or to grow a long tail or to grow claws. So it's kind of reverse engineering a dinosaur from a chicken. And it is becoming increasingly possible. You can fiddle with the genes of chickens, for instance, and and make them grow teeth. So we might see something like that sometime soon. I might question whether we really want to go that route or not, uh, but it is something that's becoming more and more science reality, not just science fiction anymore. 
I noticed, uh, uh, just as a quick note for people, too, they should check out the book because there's a really cool dinosaur family tree chart, too, that you can see how some of the dinosaurs are categorized, uh, like the long neck dinosaurs, the meat eaters or whatever. And it's just really neat perspective because you've got so many of them to see that they do fit into certain categories or whatever. It's pretty cool stuff. Steve, the book looks awesome. We will tweet out a link to it. We'll post it on social media so people can find it and check it out for themselves. Uh, Awesome job. It's got to be fun for you. It's a lot of fun. It really is to dig up dinosaur bones for a living, to wake up every day and have a chance to learn something new about this amazing planet of ours is so cool. And the new movie coming out, the new Jurassic Park, I've seen it here. It's out in the UK already. It's a great film. Oh, that's so that's so nice to hear you say because you could have been that guy who was like, no, <laughs> you know, Doc, as a paleontologist, I could tell you. I'm family guy before this. I'm not going to be comic book okay, guy. Okay, <laughs> But if you are one of those people that wants to learn about real dinosaurs, right. my new book, The Rise and Fall of the Dinosaurs, it does tell the real story. And you mm. can learn about all of this exciting new research and particularly all of these new discoveries that have taught us so much new about these most fantastic creatures amazing stuff steve thanks so much buddy appreciate it have a great day i luke send a message to all those that follow our lord jesus christ from affirm films comes paul apostle of christ now on dvd and blu-ray there are men women children that will never meet you there must be a handwritten account of your acts their faith challenged an empire do you really know about these christians i am concerned with these documents their words change the world love is the only way paul apostle of christ starring jim caviezel available now on dvd blu-ray and digital knowledge is power tweet at us with the hashtag what i learned today This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.